Welcome back to the Be Unexpected podcast. And today we have with us former Husker, Marlon Lucky. How are we doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Excited to uh, dive into your story and, and kind of share a little bit. First off, just why and I are huge, huge Husker fans, but huge Marlon Lucky fans growing up. And I remember running around before the games in the parking lot and just pretending I was Marlon Lucky. So it's just kind of fun to, to go full circle and uh, and dive into your story. But, but yeah, Marlon, you want to share with us a little bit um, growing up in um, where you grew up at and then how that transition led from where you were to, to Lincoln, Nebraska? Uh, journeyman, man. <laughs> um, I mean, I grew up, I grew up in, in Texas, in Dallas, um, in Oak, uh, Oak Cliff area. Um, grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan, so every morning, every day, I would be outside pretending I was Emma Smith or mm. Michael Irvin or Troy Aikman. So, um, as you know, Texas is a big football state, so I mean, that's all I I would do was was play. So, um, and from there, I just basically just became more familiar with the sport and was um, had. What I would say, um, growing up playing Pop Warner, um, middle school football. So I mean, it's it's been in my blood forever. And from there, from from Texas, I moved out to California and continued my my sports out there. And and obviously, I became a five star athlete um, and were recruited by many many schools. Came out to Nebraska because of uh, Bill Callahan and the amazing. Um, amazing recruiting he did um, that year. So, I mean, from there was Nebraska, Chosen, yeah. Nebraska, some what, other big schools. What was the recruiting like? I mean, so did they come out to you? How did they find you? Like, did they come out to you and, and find you? Um, I I, I want to say they did. Um, it was I was a big rivals. If you know what rivals dot com mm-hmm. and ESPN one hundred. Um, I was uh, a top athlete in, in uh, 2005, so I, apparently he may have read about me or saw me on, on TV, um, the, but the, the whole recruiting aspect of it was very – it could, could it was extreme at some times, but um, overwhelming too. But it was a exciting experience. Um, I was recruited by uh, – um, what's that? Drawing a blank, drawing a blank. Uh, oh man, it's been so so long. So many concussions. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was just, just recruited by Callahan mm-hmm. and some other schools. Uh, Pete Carroll from USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it was just a big experience. Wow, Pete Carroll from USC. That was like the team back then. Yeah, hell was, yeah, uh, man. It, yeah. What was that like? Yeah, uh, it was it was overwhelming, man. That mm-hmm. Pete. Pete Carroll would come to each game and, and sit in the end zone, each end zone, every time I would score or he would come to practice. Um, it was – I felt like I was being recruited for the NFL at the time, but <laughs> it was college. <laughs> but, Is, uh, are there any other coaches that stuck out on the Nebraska staff that really persuaded you and coming to Nebraska instead of USC? Uh, Yes. It was my running backs coach. Uh, gosh, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I don't know what. 
forgot. <laughs> no, it'll, come back. Yeah. it'll come back to you. Yeah. But yeah. then that transition from, so talk about that. What was it like? So from Hollywood, so LA area to Lincoln, Nebraska, obviously that's just lifestyle is different. What was, what was that like? I mean, ultimately I, I didn't want to stay in California because of yeah. all of the distractions and I wanted to like focus on sports and, and school. Um, and leaving North Hollywood and going to Nebraska was a big change. Yeah, uh, going, coming from a big city to almost farmland, small mm-hmm. city, cornfields everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It was a, it was eye opening, but at the same time, it was a good, it was a very good experience. Is Nebraska what you thought? Like everyone just says like Lincoln, Nebraska, and it's just like everyone thinks it's corn. Well, now there's a little more like with Omaha and Lincoln, but is it what you imagined? Um, like coming from California to Nebraska, it wasn't at at the time, but um, once I got once I got to to Nebraska, it was uh, it was very, very normal, yeah. uh, very yeah. slow. Um, knew a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was good experience. Yeah. What was it like the first time you stepped out on the playing field at Nebraska and the crowd when you were? Oh man, it was. You can actually feel it in in the air. It was like a like a deep, thick. Proud. It was loud. It was um, it was something I've never experienced. Um, it's something that any um, high school student going, going into college would experience. So it was um, very eye opening. Yeah. So when you got to Lincoln and you guys had all those years, what was it like being a Nebraska football player and going around and and what was it life like outside of the football field? Like like what was life like in Lincoln? On the field uh, and then off the field. On the field and off the field, it was, it was almost like we didn't have an off off the field uh, experience because we yeah. were we were in school, we were practicing, we were doing stuff twenty four seven three sixty five. So it was mm-hmm. almost it was almost like a blink, and from freshman year to senior year, you were you were done. Mm-hmm. So um, in between that time, I mean, it was um, it was nothing but football. That's all mm-hmm. they, they would like. They would just That's knock it in your head. Just every morning, breathe it, and from seven a.m. to ten p.m., you would it would be on your mind. So mm-hmm. uh, the experience it was uh, it was a lot to take in. Do you think like you're treated more like a professional athlete than you are a college student? Because what's demanded of you? Definitely, <laughs> and that was the big thing too when I came in. It was hard for me to kind of juggle the being in the spotlight and um, school. And um, it was very overwhelming first, basically at the first two years, it was like so much high expectation for me. And uh, I just didn't know how to, to give everybody what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was, I was a five-star athlete and they was expecting five-star play production. So, I mean, it was hard. Would you say that's maybe one of the hardest things when you're in like in there in Lincoln, like the expectations and, and to meet the expectations and then to meet Husker fans expectations. And you know that, you know, that everyone wants ever like all the big 12 championships, national championships and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, the it's, you, you're not very, you're not, when you're going into from high school to college, you're not very, uh, you're not, um, ready for the big expectations 
and nobody tells you about the nobody tells you about the fans, nobody tells you about the the boosters, the the coaching. No one tells you that. So you kind of go in like, as like blind, and you have to just take everything in, everything that they give that that they want to give you. You have to just take it in. Like fans, you stop you on the street, or they would mm-hmm. <laughs> dinner. They would pay for your dinner without you knowing. It mm-hmm. was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a good experience. Sometimes I was, I mean, it was excited about it because being an athlete, you didn't have any money, so you couldn't work. And mm-hmm. it was when you get those, those, uh, the the fan base or the the people that would um, basically help us out as men athlete because we know we're from we're from other other states, other cities, and you're there to play. Mm-hmm. So, so like going through like the demands of school and football, who in your family was a big like support for you? You know, just talking to them on the phone for a little bit to give you encouragement. Uh, I, w- I would say my my uncle. Um, he was big uh, expert inspiration of me getting into to college. Actually, um, I was. Growing up, I all, all I thought was football. It was no school. It was no trying to get my education. Um, so when I made that transition from Texas to California, I, I got that kind of structure of school first and then sports later. So uh, I would say my uncle would be a big inspiration of me, of my sports, my career. So with now you're just saying for maybe boosters paying for a meal or getting some little money here or there. Like talk a little bit about. So NIL now and what you like, like what you could have like, man, I could have made some money back then. And like, <laughs> look at like at you, like you would obviously would have profited well. So yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. Me, me and my uh, me and my fiance talk about that all the time. We yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like man, these dudes are riding around in Rolls Royces and yeah, and got chains on them in the middle of the field. And <laughs> what would it be like if I was in that position? I mean it. I mean, I can't say it would be the same, but I don't yeah. really know how it would have been. But um, how it is now, it is crazy. They're yeah. transferring every every year. They're you know, a new a new quarterback or a new running back. It's crazy. It's hectic. Yeah. Um, I don't like that aspect of it. I don't like the the whole transfer thing. That's terrible. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Like amount, you just put your name in the portal and and before you even, I mean, you might not even have a place to go or scholarship mm-hmm. and not staying out. So it's just crazy. Yeah, it, it's out of control. I think it's out of control. <laughs> yeah, and like but. fans like us, like you know, we watched you for four years, so we got to you know you. Yeah. And now yeah. it's like I don't even know who this guy is. He wasn't even exactly. on the team last yeah. year. <laughs> is he, he going to be on the team next year? Like, don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, not. But yeah, but uh, what was it like uh, playing with Zach Taylor? Zach, man, he, that guy is very smart. Um, he, every time he would step on the field, they would, he would get like the attention from offense and defense. He had uh, a lot of respect from both sides of the ball. Um, very, he was a, let's say, a, a coaching quarterback. So he would make decisions on the fly. He, he was, I mean, you see where he is now. I mean, he's there for a reason, and, and I'm very, very uh, glad that I got to experience him being my quarterback. Over. Oh. How many years did you get to play with Zach? Um, I believe two, two, okay. two years. Okay, two years. Yeah, because did he come from another school or like a JUCO? 
Yeah, he transferred in, I think, from Butler, I believe. He transferred in from Butler, and then he had – it was two years, and then um, he was on to the NFL, and then uh, it was Sam Keller, and then um, Joey Gans. So Joey I had those Gans, four yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any players that still to this day you stay in touch with or stay close with? Um, yeah, we got some, we got some, uh, some chat groups going, um, uh, my, my, uh, text messaging, um, still stay in touch with a few, but not, not a whole lot. I mean, I still have some best friends, uh, Jordan Piku, I played with, he was a lineman. Um, yeah, Cruz Barrett, still keep in touch with, um, Menno Lee Colt, all, all those guys. Yeah. So, I mean, I keep it, still keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like during, uh, your career in Nebraska, you had to go through a coaching change, and what was what was that like for you? Like, how did that nah, go? I, I would say other than other than getting recruited and leaving California, I think that was another big uh, experience I had. That that ultimately, I don't think it 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 could have been better. I guess if when he came in, it was it was hard. Um, just the whole running back coaching and. The whole offensive scheme, everything kind of changed, and it went from West Coast to spread, and it was it was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard. You say it was hard. So I, if I remember right, so your junior year was is really good. You were like all Big Twelve. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any more honors, but then was it so the transition to senior was that more difficult? Was there injuries or? Oh yeah, injuries was a big part. Yeah. Um, my, my body was uh, basically giving up on me <laughs> after my junior year. Every every uh, month, I would get I would have some kind of injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a big part of my senior. I, I got turf toe seven games in, seven about seven games in, um, and that kind of slowed me down uh, that year. So it, injuries was a big part, mm-hmm. big part, and then the whole coaching changing. And they want to see new new blood in there. So you got the, the younger running backs would come in. It was it was it was a hard time. So but, like going through that adversity, what did you learn about just like yourself? Like you're going through a coaching change and all that. Then you have I mean this is your last year, and then you're going out into the real world and trying to figure out what you're gonna do. What lessons did you learn about overcoming adversity? Um, I just learned to to keep my head down and, and kind of focus on myself, focus on what I want to do mm-hmm. after, um, and also helping out the younger guys as well, kind of kind of guiding them to to do the right things at the time that they've been there, like just partying and all that stuff. I kind of found myself as a role model at the time. So, uh, and then that kind of just made me like that kind of grounded me once I went is was into uh, went on to the next level into the NFL kind of um, kind of gave me like the spark I needed to kind of kick myself yeah. in the ass to keep going um, yeah. sorry about for I don't know if it's PG or PG <laughs> you, you can say whatever yeah <laughs> So your senior year, so leading you, you graduate, you finish at Nebraska, and then you take a shot at the NFL. So talk about you got um, signed with the Bengals, and then you said you you tried a few different teams, and then did you play for the Beef, uh, or just kind of what was that like? Oh, uh, okay. So from from college to NFL, it was 
the four year, well, within from 2009 to about 2012, um, it was it was Cincinnati and then kind of bounced around the Jets, Tampa Bay. And, and then I, I eventually I signed with the beef, but I went on to play in the USFL. If you remember, there was they were on for about or UFL, they were around for about two, three years yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I signed with uh, with the team in uh, Connecticut. So I kind of played played up there, and then um, I had a contract with uh, uh, the Canadian team, BC, the BC Lions, mm-hmm. British Columbia Lions. I, I think they are. They were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I did not. I kind of. I withdrew from that that contract and uh, tried out for the Jets. So, um, and then after that, it was it was a uh, arena fo- arena football. I went in a, it was the indoor league and uh, Lincoln actually it was a Lincoln mm-hmm. Haymaker. Um, huh. Played there for a year. Wow, nice. So, what the what was different about just playing professional compared to the college yeah, game that exactly. shocked you? I mean, the the thing that shocked me the most were the they were so smart. In, in the NFL, they're not as you're not as they're fast, but I mean, at, at the same time, it's a it's a it's a job. So you have guys out there that are providing for their families. So it when you get when you step on the field, it's all work. It's no play. You rarely see people touchy touchy, feely feely like you do in college. Like you're. Ah, you're running around the field doing all kind of crazy things. NFL is no, you're you're kind of focused. You're in the in the film room more than you're on the field. Um, and after when you're done with with uh, like practice or film work, it's you have nothing else. It's like life. This is not you don't you don't go to class or you don't go to um, tutoring or wherever wherever it was. It, it was work and then life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you finish with the, your playing career, uh, what's kind of what did you lead to career wise or then where did you land back to California in Nebraska or Texas? Um, after when I was like finally done after I was like completely done, I was I was kind of lost, honestly, yeah. um, for like at the 20 from 2011 to about. 2013 to about 2013, like beginning of 2013, I was lost. I didn't, I was done with football. I was, I had no work experience. I had, uh, I just, I was just lost. So, I mean, I went to the one thing I knew was, that was physical was warehousing. So I went into warehousing. I actually got a job there at Speedway Motors in Lincoln for a couple of years. And then um, I kind of, just kind of bounced around and tried to kind of, feel my way through life, um, trying to think about my next step. Um, then I, I moved back to California in uh, 2015, and uh, I got a job at uh, for Boys Town. You ever heard of Boys Town? Mm-hmm. Boys Town, no ball. So yeah. there was a Boys Town here in California, and uh, kind of I went through that whole um, aspect of like just helping kids out, helping troubled kids, and tried to go that route, um, but it didn't stick. I can't. Uh, me and trying to correct the kids' behavior was not. It was not 
my thing. Mm-hmm. So then I moved into the all the automotive industry, which is was my I love cars. So I love uh, old school. I love new school. Um, so I kind of went into that field and uh, kind of stuck. So I've been in the automotive industry for now six years now, going on seven. So um, and it's I've done everything from sales to marketing to um, warehousing. Um, it's it's been an eye opening, and I, I actually love it. Awesome, that's that's cool that you've like found what you're passionate about outside of football, and I think we all struggle with that. Like, yeah, college is over. Yeah. It's like, what do we what do we do now? We'll we do go to school. Exactly. Yeah. We go to school for like ever, and then it's uh-huh. like now what? <laughs> what like, I did yeah. I was, just, I was um, like, I don't know what to yeah. do now. <laughs> yeah, you see that a lot, and what you're saying, you know, when people you know, retire, like these NFL players or their college careers over. It's just like they kind of lost and, and they mm-hmm. hit a tough spot. So that's, that's, I'm glad that to hear you are in a good spot. So yeah. with um, like Nebraska football now, so you stay close to the program. Do you ever get back to games? Like the administration, are you ever around them or? Uh, I, well, I haven't been back to, to Nebraska since 2018, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't keep in touch with anybody on, on the, on the actual team now, mm. but I do watch every game I watch, mm-hmm. <laughs> win or loss. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this year was up and down, and last year was, I mean, I've, I've watched football in, in Nebraska for ever since I've, I've, I left mm-hmm. in 2009. I've, I've probably missed about three or four games on TV, but other than that, I've watched every yeah. single one and <laughs> been heartbroken and, and excitement and, been mm-hmm. all over the place for for a few years, so um, I'm actually my fiance has been talking about it's forever me coaching. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up, I've never seen myself coaching. I've always wanted to just play football and mm-hmm. not coach it. Mm-hmm. But I've been thinking a lot over the years to kind of kind of want to start that <laughs> up and see if where that takes me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't started yeah. that yet. No. I got. I got to figure out yeah. where I'm gonna start first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys just start in high school and yeah, go from there. Yep. But yeah, um, what uh, what advice would you give the Nebraska players now if you got get get a chance to talk to them with what they're going through? What advice, man? I would just tell them to keep it. Just stay motivated. Keep their their spirits up and just work hard hard because I mean to get to the next level. And you gotta mm-hmm. need every little blood and sweat and tear in your body to make it. And it's gonna be uh, big steps, but I think if they just keep their head down and, mm-hmm. and focus on what they have to do, then they can be okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for joining us today. And uh, yeah, it was really cool just to kind of talk to someone. We, I mean, as a young kids were growing up watching you, it was really cool just to kind of relive some of those moments. So appreciate it, Marlon. The problem, man.